Warning. The following show contains material that may not be suitable for children, Bible thumpers, or conservatives. Do not attempt to recreate any of the stories from the show as this may result in harm or anal tears. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh my god. Jesus. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Gay Bible. I hope everybody has been having an amazing fucking week. Guys, it's October. It is the very first week of October, so you already know what that means. It is time for you to embrace your inner slut, dress like your slut, you are your slut, and be your slut. I don't know what that really meant, but I feel like you understood what I meant. But Halloween is such a amazing time to just do whatever the fuck you want. Go crazy, scare the shit out of your parents, your friends, your any anybody. It doesn't matter. And the best thing about Halloween is when it comes to costumes and it really allows you to just do whatever you want and be any character that you want to be. A great example for me and what I did a couple years ago was I was a clown for Halloween. I think this was actually last Halloween. That's what I was. So I've never been one that's been very good at costumes. I kind of always put a last ditch effort on my costume. I mean, I did the same thing this last year, but I actually pulled it off. So what I did was I got some of my old clothes from my closet. I ripped them up, did whatever. I had these overalls and I put them on. I got some other stuff from, I think it was like Party City. It was like these striped tights, like these black and white striped tights and I put everything together and it worked out. I was a demonic, creepy ass, looking ass clown. I will post it on my social media, but it was the most scariest thing that I've ever been for Halloween. It kind of made it, the clown, like shit its pants if it would have seen me. It would have been like, nah, I'm gonna float somewhere else, bitch. Like, this ain't it for me. No, 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 <laughs> this ain't it. Uh, <laughs> me and George, you're gonna go float somewhere else. That's, uh, we, we, we're not hanging out with you. Basically, what happened was me and a group of my friends, we were invited to this party. And I was like, okay, I'm going to show this. I'm going to show this off. I'm going to show my costume off. What? People are going to love this. Um, No, they didn't. They did. <laughs> so what happened with this costume and probably why I won't be a clown again is I am bodied that clown like if I would have auditioned for a serial killer clown like I would have gotten the Oscar for it so what happened was I have this whole costume on and I embody it to its fullest extent I am quiet I'm like giving the crazy eyes I'm giving I'm giving fierce I'm giving fashion I'm giving sexy I'm giving fierce I'm giving murder and what happened was we are like already we're you know, walking downstairs, we're like making our way to our car. And I just see these like group of children literally walking with their parent or whatever. And I literally just go like, (laughs) and scare the shit out of these children. Like, I don't know where that came from, but my friends are all looking at me like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why? Why? 
no one asked you to do that. And basically to continue this story, we show up to this house party. It was by University of Washington. So it was a college party that we all got invited to. Guys, I went through those doors and it was as if the music had stopped. If anybody were to put words to the vibe in the room, it was pretty much, was he invited? Like, who is this? And I don't know, like, the whole, the energy in the room completely shifted, where it's just like, yo, like, like, do we die tonight? Like, are we dying tonight? Like, is that the, is that, was that the, was that the tree for this Halloween? Like, I don't, I don't know. But I met two of the bravest men in my entire life. They came up to me and they said, hello. These two men, literally, they were just like, dude, love your costume. And I was like, oh. Thank you. I like, I love that. And that was pretty much it. I only stayed for 30 minutes at that party. And then I was like, you know, like this just, this just ain't it for me. So I'm a, I'm going to head back home and um, chalk this up to a really good night. But basically that was, uh, that was my Halloween. And for this year, I'm really excited because the bars are opened. Halloween is going to be alive this year. And I'm excited to do something even scarier. <laughs> In saying that, let's really continue with this episode, and I want to ask you guys something. This is a very important question. Are you guys ready? Are you, are you ready? Oh, oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um, my question for you guys is, have you ever been called sexy or hot? Well, of course you have. If you have ever been on Grindr or, you know, any dating app for that matter, this has of course happened, along with an old man asking you to take a piss or a shit on them for $200. (laughs) It's happened. It happens all the time. Name one time that this has not happened to you. And every single time I get this kind of message, I'm like, sweetheart, I'm not shitting anywhere unless you're paying me at least $300. We have a condescending belief that when we call someone sexy, it it is the end-all be-all. That calling someone sexy or hot is a one free pass to get in their fucking panties. Well, guess what? It's not. In fact, it is the exact opposite. You want to get somebody's attention? Well, for the love of Jesus fucking Christ, stop calling people sexy and instead start calling them beautiful. The best way to do this is comment on their eyes, their their smile, anything besides objectifying somebody. Now, you're probably thinking, Jake, it's a fucking compliment. Chill the fuck out. Take a Zannies, chill the fuck out. And you know what I say to that? Don't tell me what to do, you little simp dick little bitch. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You thought wrong. You thought anybody that doesn't know the difference between beautiful and sexy or hot, you need to know that they mean completely two different things. Now, if you're thinking sexy and beautiful are the same, they're just worded differently. No, 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 no. You poor little homo. There are two completely different ways to describe sexy and beautiful, and this is the way that I am going to tell you. So let's start with the way that we use the word and identify it as sexy. When you think of the word sexy, immediately you think of, I want to tear that person's motherfucking clothes off. Like, we don't have time to discuss, like, let's have sex. Let's literally have an amazing night. That's what I think when I think of sexy. We've all had this before. Somebody walks into the room and you are just like, mm, 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 damn, you look good. I just want to tear all those clothes off. Now, when I think of the word beautiful. What I truly believe what beautiful is, is that is when you look at somebody and you, you're already in love. 
you're already planning your wedding, you're planning everything, you're planning your whole life around this person, you know, you're questioning yourself, you know, am I worthy enough to be with this person? With the word beautiful, whenever I have seen somebody that is beautiful, the last thing that's in my mind is, oh my god, I just want to tear their clothes off. No, it's, it's, can I please get to know you? Can I please do anything to spend time with you? You know, it's, it goes a lot deeper than just sex, You know, it goes into the thought and the theory of what do I have to do to get to know this person? So I think I've done it justice of the differences, but whenever I have been called sexy... You know, it's great when you're hot and horny, like, oh, you're so sexy. I'm like, oh, thanks, brah. But I've already put you in a box. I have already put you in a box because I know what you're thinking. I know where I stand in your mind. But I have had people come up to me and I have had people say, I love your smile or I love your eyes or I'm going to be completely honest, you are stunningly beautiful. I'm going to let you know, anybody that's listening, every guy who has ever said that to me, they are put in a completely different category than the dude who said that I was hot or that I was sexy. Because when somebody calls you beautiful or somebody says something that isn't objectifying, that means that they're serious and and that they're not there to, you know, just fucking leave. They're actually there to try to get to know you. We always talk about how do you separate the boys from the men? Simple. The way they talk. A boy is somebody that will come up to you. And I'm talking actually, like, I'm talking like, you know, full grown adults, but just the mentality of a boy. The mentality of a boy will come up to you and say, oh, you're so hot. Like, oh, I bet every dude here just wants to get a load of you. Yeah, I just want to take you away from all this. Dead ass, dead ass. I've that has happened. That has happened. And I'm like, oh my god, like can you get the fuck away from me, please? You simp dick little bitch. And then I have had gentlemen come up to me and just said, You are absolutely beautiful. I cannot take my eyes off of you. I've been looking at you the entire night. Can I please take you out? Can I all of these different things? And I'm letting you know that is what wins me over. You don't even have to be the most attractive, the wealthiest, have the biggest dick, like (laughs) all that shit. If you come up to me and you say, I think you are absolutely beautiful. And that's that. Oh, baby, you're getting the best head of your life. You're getting, you're getting everything. So anybody that is listening to this show, the next time that you go out on your simpy little date with your simpy little guy, you probably met on Tinder or Grinder. Yeah, yeah, don't even try to pretend with me, bitch. I see right through you. Stop playing with me. But when you do, look at them if you are genuinely very much interested in them and say, wow, you are absolutely beautiful. So I know that we did all of that, but what is the main purpose of this episode? Well, I'm going to teach you little homos how to never pay for dinner again. I know there was a couple episodes again that I said, we're going to keep it chill. We're going to keep it calm. But guys, I just, I couldn't, I can't hold it. I can't hold it. It's like trying to hold in a piss for 24 hours. It's just, you know, you can try, but uh, it's not going to work that well. But 
but we're back on our bullshit. We're back on that. We're back on that gang gang. Let's start with this motherfucking episode. So what is the point of this episode? Guys, why are we still paying for food? Huh? Why? You know how much money you waste going on dates paying for food when you know that that other person can pay for that food for you? Guys, by the time that you learn this, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, damn, I could have bought a car with all the dates I was going on that I was paying for what the fuck okay anyways we we need to get down to this because i'm sick of you guys wasting your money now before we really dive into this conversation you know or this topic i'm going to say that the only people that can use this advice is the ones that are struggling college students and bitches who are just straight up broke so aka me (laughs) so guys story time you know what they say every horrible encounter in history has always started with a really good story so that's what we're gonna do today so my story time how did i learn this trick well i was in college i've talked about it a lot on the show i am not scared to say that i I'm definitely a struggling college student like we all once were, but I didn't want to struggle anymore because you know what? I was hungry and I was done eating top ramen and literally mac and cheese because after a while, you literally just want to die. You literally just want to put rat poisoning in your mac and cheese and you just want to die. Anyways, so what happened was I remember I was flat broke. I had no money. I had no food in my refrigerator and I needed to do something. So what did I do? I started contemplating a lot of things because you see, when I was struggling, I thought of many times of, you know, whoring myself out for money, but I could never bring myself to it. You know, I never had the balls to go on rent a man and and do that or go on seeking arrangements or anything like that. You know, I never had the balls to whore myself out for money. But I did have the balls to whore myself out for a burger. (laughs) I did have the balls to whore myself out for some food. You know, french fries, burgers, onion rings, all that shit. Um, And I think looking back, I think I definitely made a lot more money um, than a lot of those people on OnlyFans. (laughs) Maybe. Let's do the math one day. Oh my god, fuck, what have I done? Anyways, in saying that, that's what happened. You know, I was in my apartment. I was like, okay, like, what, what can I do? And a a thought that came into my head, well, I love going on dates, I love meeting people, and people are always offering to, like, buy my food. In saying that, this is exactly what I was doing. So what I did immediately was I started going on Grindr and Tinder, and I would talk up these people, make them feel really fucking good, and then we would just say, like, hey, let's hang out. And I was like, well, I would love to get dinner, or they would initiate that. And I'd be like, awesome, of course. But what I always made sure to do was, you know, when the conversation came up of, what do you do for work? I would always just say, oh, I'm a college student. You know, I would always say that. And I would always just kind of break up in there and be like, oh, yeah, like, oh, broke-ass college student vibes, and just kind of always go like that. So it kind of makes the person be like, oh, like, they're broke, like, we need to, like, we need to feed the hungry, you know? So what happened was, I would go on these dates. I never took my fucking wallet anywhere anywhere. I did not take that wallet anywhere. And what would happen, we'd go on these dates. It would be great. But guess what? Just because somebody buys you food does not mean that you owe them shit. You don't owe them anything. And when that check comes, if they say, do you want to split the bill? Um, This is the only thing that you need to say. Oh, babe, like, I'm I'm super sorry. Like, you know, you need to pretend like you're actually looking for it. Dude, like, baby, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I did forget my wallet at home. Or you just need to say, can I Venmo you? This is what I would do all the time. But 
if I'm being completely honest, I never really had to pay for dinner. A lot of these guys that I was going on dates with had legitimate jobs. Like these were working professionals hanging out with me. So in a weird way, if anybody actually asked me to pay for dinner, I'd kind of look at them and I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'd be like, huh? Y- you got me fucked up. I'm letting you know, I think sometimes, and I think about this often, I think the only reason I'm actually here right now speaking in front of a mic is because I did this. Because there were moments that I had not eaten for a couple days. I was absolutely starving. I was so hungry. I was literally going to bed, bawling my eyes out because I was like, I'm so hungry. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. So if anybody wants to get up in here and be like, you're some twisted little bitch, like using bitches. It's like, bitch, I use people to survive. And hindsight, thank you. (laughs) No, but... In furthering this advice, my best piece of advice if we are going to do like a step-by-step is, first of all, get on those dating apps. Second of all, go for the older. Do not go for the younger bitch. Please don't. You want to go for those people that are in their 30s or 40s or who knows, like maybe a 50. Who cares? You know, age like fine wine. So, and my third recommendation is this was a great chance for me to get to know a lot of people. And this is how I networked a lot. You know, I was going on dates with a lot of different individuals, different age demographics, everything that goes along with that. And I was able to network and get to know them and, you know, all that other stuff. Just because they're paying for your dinner does not mean that you need to just get there, scarf it down in two seconds and then leave. Like, that's not how this works. So even though I was starving and I was getting food, you know, in that moment, I was like, okay, awesome. I'm not hungry anymore. Now I can just get to know this person. And I got to meet a lot of cool, special individuals that I still keep in contact with today. Step four, the best part that you need to know is you do not have to sleep with them. Just because somebody paid for your dinner, that does not mean that you have to sleep with them. Did I sleep with all these men? Of course I did, but they were all really cool people. And that's all that matters. That's literally all that matters. Am I a whore? No, I'm a whore that knows what she wants. And what I fucking want is that T-bone steak, bitch, with the mashed potatoes on the side. Uh, That's what I want. (laughs) That's what I want. But anyways, continuing with the last topic of this episode, I'm excited. Drum roll, please. Do we fuck? Let's say that again. Do we fuck on the first date? You know, and I I think about that question and I I take myself back to when I was younger. And I'm going to take myself back to when all you little homos were younger. And You know what I keep thinking? It is so cute, you know, being young and growing up gay, watching movies like The Notebook or, well, any Jordan Sparks movie for that matter, and going on dates and being like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to make him wait. I'm going to make him wait. He's different. He's different from all the other swipes and the grinder profiles. He's different. I love it when that happens. And from this, you do make him wait. You don't even try to flick that tip. You know, you don't even try to see how many licks it takes to get to the center of hits tootsie pop. (laughs) Well, let me tell you something. That flavor, it ain't cherry. (laughs) No, it's not. It's tastes like chalk and rubber and it tastes like pennies. <laughs> it 
doesn't taste good. But from this, you wait till the third date and you, you know, you finally give him what he wants. And then you start dating and, you know, then an event happens in your life that almost breaks you up. And it's so romantic and it's, it's sensual and oh, it's everything you could have ever asked for. You, you know, and you have an event that almost breaks you up and, you know, you all push through it. You know, you all push through it. And then you finally get back together because you remember that's kind of love only happens once in a lifetime. And then, and then you have kids and you raise them in your Connecticut house. And then you, you know, you die old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what the most unbelievable part of that story is? Guys, it doesn't fucking happen. What the fuck? First of all, what kind of heterosexual shit is that? We, we don't do that. No, you know what actually happens in this story time? In, in real life, what happens is you have this preconceived, fairy tale, fucked up mindset that if you wait for this dude by like the third or fourth date, that he's gonna be the one. But no, that's not what fucking happens at all. Because believe me, I have done this. Every single time I have done this, it has ended the same way. What happens is by the fourth date, I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm ready to give my balloons to him. And what happens is it, it happens and you finish up, you flick the clit, you flick the tip and you finish, you know, you, you get to taste his chalky ass board eraser dick and you never see him again. <laughs> and what happens is you finish, you clean yourself up, you go back home and your immediate thought is why the hell did I just do that? Why did I waste that much time and energy when after that one sexual encounter, I know that I will never, ever be with him like that? I will never be with that person again. And most likely, I will never see that person again. Why? Was it worth it to you to try to live that Jordan Sparks fucking fairy tale that's been pushed down our assholes since we were little? No! Or I guess I should have said up. But anyways, that's not what is important. It's not worth it. That's what would happen to me all the time. I'd be like, oh my God, like I'm going to wait. Like this, this, this is the guy. Like this is the one. This is that bitch. And then we would have sex and we would have that. And there would be like a lot of the times, like there would be no sexual chemistry, you know, and then it would happen. And I would just, you know, it would be over and I would just be like oh like why why did I wait that long when I could have just figured out that we had no sexual chemistry the first day that we met why 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 <laughs> but look now you're probably thinking well I like to get to know somebody like I don't want to just you know have full-on sex with them the first day that I meet them or the first date that I have with them and look the first time that I'm meeting somebody on a date I usually do not like to have full-on penetrational sex I'm actually never gonna say that again because I really just hate the way that that comes out of my mouth. Now, look, you're probably thinking, well, Jake, I don't want to just have sex my the first date, you know, like I like to actually genuinely like get to know these people. That is great, Jennifer. Like that is so great. And I'm so happy you are about that. But let's be honest, don't hold off on the fact that you just want to have this built up aggression in this you know, this built up pent up aggression that the more times that you don't sleep with them, the better chances that you're going to be with them long term and dating, because that's just not how it works. For me personally, when I was in that mindset, it was because I was making these people wait, because I thought the more dates that I waited, the better chances it was going to turn out where we could eventually date. 
that's a horrible mindset to be in. We have to get out of this mindset that we're only going on dates to date people or marry them. We need to be going on these dates as if it's just, oh, we're just meeting another person as if they're our friend. That is the only way that these dates are going to work anymore because if you go in that mindset where, oh my God, like this could be the one, you're going to hate dating and then you're just going to be dating to date. You're going to be going on these dates to just date and it's going to be miserable and you're going to hate yourself and you're actually going to want to die. So do you want to die? No, you don't. So listen to this fucking advice. So when you meet somebody, if you vibe with them and you like them, go fuck them. Go fuck each other. Go have a fucking wonderful time. Because guess what? If you're meant to be with them, you're going to be with them anyways. It doesn't matter if you held out for them, if you didn't. But guess what? When you just see if you have sexual chemistry right off the bat, it means that you're not wasting any of your time and you're not wasting theirs. Because what if you're vibing with somebody, you really like them, but you have no sexual chemistry? Well, it took you until the sixth date to find that out. That dude that's out there for you could have been one of the dates that you would have been on, but you were going out with this fucking hamster. Like, no! Start fucking on the first date. Stop expecting that the more days that you hold off on these people, that somehow they're miraculously fucking gonna propose to you while there's fireworks blasting in the air. That just doesn't happen. If you're vibing with somebody and it's your first date, go see if you guys have sexual chemistry. If the sexual chemistry is alive, see if you guys click personally. See if you guys click spiritually. If you are to take anything away from this episode, we are fucking on the first date. Okay? Okay. I'm so glad we could get that out. I'm so glad that we could put that in the air. And I'm so glad you're fucking on the first date. Thank you. Okay, guys. So ending the show, I want to give you guys a little bit of an update of what is happening behind the scenes of this show. So something that's really exciting and something that me and my team really put forth the effort was creating an official logo for the Gay Bible. And though that took a couple months... I'm so happy to announce that with a lot of hard work, dedication, and love for this show, and the support from all of you guys that have been tuning in every single week, we have officially created the official logo for The Gay Bible. I absolutely love it. I think it really embodies this show, um, and I'm really happy for you guys to see it. On top of that, not only have we come up with the logo of the show, but we officially ordered our first shipment of clothes. This is so exciting. I did not ever think that the show would actually end up coming to this, but because of how many people have been tuning in, my team and I thought it was necessary to start selling merch. Merch is kind of an extension of sharing that love with every single person that has supported the show and believes of what we're doing. Guys, I love you so fucking much. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I say every single week, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your homophobic family members. I really love posting their death threats on my wall. It really just keeps me motivated. But like I say again, if you like the show, give us a rating, give us a follow. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I love you guys. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.